Will you pray with me? Holy God, let the words of my mouth and the thoughts of all of our hearts be acceptable to you, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. The Gospel of John introduces us to a precarious character of the New Testament, Nicodemus. Found only in John's Gospel, Nicodemus is a Pharisee. He is a spiritual leader and a member of the Sanhedrin, the Jewish court, which in the broader Christian narrative is a trait of contempt. He is a man of status, of knowledge, and is a part of the hegemonic establishment. His first appearance in John's retelling of the gospel, which we heard today, is ominously interpreted for it is under the cover of night that Nicodemus had his clandestine meeting with Christ, during which he seemed to know very little about his faith. After this surreptitious encounter, Nicodemus does not re-enter the gospel story until the trial of Jesus, wherein, as a member of the Sanhedrin, he argued that Christ be rightly judged. And he is mentioned last at the crucifixion, where, with Joseph of Arimathea, he assisted in the preparation of Christ's body for burial. It is, however, today's lesson from John that gives Nicodemus an unfavorable image. In this passage, he becomes a trope to convey the greatness of Jesus. Nicodemus, a man of the night, comes to speak to the man of the light, but through a series of questions, Nicodemus is dialectically cast as unknowing of his own Jewish tradition and only vaguely aware of Jesus. He is also a Pharisee about to betray his loyalty to the Jewish court by becoming a follower of Christ. His conversation initiates his transformation. He is being born anew as he accepts wisdom from the Messiah. History has also added to the disapproval of Nicodemus. In the 16th century, the disparaging term Nicodemite was introduced as a way to refer to someone who has, has misrepresented their religious identity, doing so by creating a facade to conceal their true beliefs. Thus, the biblical and historical traditions have made Nicodemus into a man of false pretense, a Nicodemite. The darkness of Nicodemus' nighttime visit is not a matter of suspicion, but rather a connotation of spiritual transformation and formation. In the book of Genesis, darkness is the seed from which God creates light and life. The psalmist wrote of night shining like the day, that darkness and light are one and the same, 
the writer of Luke's gospel remembered Jesus speaking of darkness in this way, that it does not conceal or hide, but that it brings forth light. Even the Gospel of John speaks of darkness as such, when in the first chapter we read, the light shines in the darkness. The story of Nicodemus is one of conversion. Darkness and night are the signs of God's light. Nicodemus entered into a conversation of conversion through darkness. He is honest with Jesus in what he knew to be true about his faith. He professed that he believed Jesus to be a teacher and a performer of miracles. He did not worry about having the right answers or eloquently articulating his thoughts. Nicodemus talked to Jesus with open honesty about his faith. He did not obscure the uncertainties or fail to ask questions. An audacious move for a learned Pharisee and man of power. As this conversation unfolded, Nicodemus entered into the light of Christ as the Holy Spirit worked through those spoken words converting Nicodemus to the light and to the life and to the love of Jesus. His faith was refreshed and he was made new. He was strengthened to challenge the Sanhedrin and prepared to be with Christ at his death. Jesus, as God, became known in this sacred moment as Nicodemus left his comfort zone for a new realm of understanding. The experience of conversion is too often associated with transactional conversations. Conversations that quite often begin with the question, are you saved? I, however, invite us to think of conversion as a religious experience, an experience that generates an encounter with clarity, an encounter with clarity. They are instances where the divine is made known to us. They are moments that keep our spirits alive. Religious experiences like this are not just of biblical proportion, but are a real thing occurring in the lives of real people. George Whitfield, he once described this experience as heaven brought down to the soul. While Sojourner Truth, she recalled this experience as a rush of love through her soul. And William James, he viewed it as immediate luminousness. Talking about our faith, let alone our religious experiences, is not as widely practiced as it should be. However, 
As director of the church school, this is a prerequisite for my job. It is quite difficult to teach young people about Christian beliefs and practices without sharing one's own experiences. Believing is complicated, though. But when someone risks sharing their faith and their religious experiences, it's likely that the response will be, me too, me too. My faith is continuously reanimated as the young people of the church school earnestly share their questions and religious experiences. This is not to say, though, that some of these conversations are not challenging. Like, when a young person asks, how does prayer work? Can I pray for more toys? Or when a young person encounters death for the first time at the loss of a family member, and then works to make sense of it as they recall the details of their experience. Talking about religious experiences is what gives form and depth to our faith. As Christians, a part of our discipleship is vulnerably sharing our experiences. When we have conversations about our faith, we create space for God to embolden and to enrich our lives, bringing us ever closer to the will and way of God. God, though, is in the darkness and in the light and is seen and felt and known in our conversion conversations. So be like Nicodemus. Talk about your faith. You don't need to do it correctly, but rather honestly. The Holy Spirit will work in the authenticity of your story, transforming and bringing forth light. When has love rushed through your soul? What was it like the last time you were brought from darkness to immediate luminousness? What happened when you were born anew? Take time to reflect on your faith, but more importantly, take the time to nurture another's spirit by sharing the story of your cost and joy of discipleship. God is made known in our sacred conversations, converting us ever more to God's will and way. Follow Nicodemus as you make your way toward Jesus. Open the door to transformation. Talk about your faith and your religious experiences. Change, transformation, and yes, even resurrection await in the light and in the darkness. Amen.